Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. Thank you very much. Yes. My name is Chelsea and I choose the activity. And I'm James and I choose the alcoholic beverage. Mm -hmm. Right now, now, we are in Bratislava. In Slovakia. Slovakia. And last episode, we whizzed through a few different tourist attractions, including the beer bike. No, thank you. Uh, the Museum of Transport. The Old Town Running Tour, James's favourite. Uh, not doing that, that's not happening. Um, and also, what was the other one? The UFO Skywalk, a yeah. big tower that you climb up and walk around the top of it. Yeah, and I'm sure you will not be surprised to hear that we have decided to go for 72 wines in 100 minutes. Wine tasting. Yeah. So um, that makes my job obviously very difficult. Today, our alcoholic drink to go along with the challenge will be Slovakian wine. Oh my god, it's not a challenge, James. It's it's just wine tasting. So have you uh, have you managed to find us a nice little Slovakian and wine? And because I'm prepared, all this I've already got some Slovakian wine in the fridge, chilling. Oh, chilling. Yeah, it's a white wine. Here we go, and some glasses. Because you can't drink out of the bottle. They don't do that in Slovakia. Are you maybe doing that? God knows. Right. So, I've gone for this one. Tell me about it. What what wine have you got there? Can you read Slovakian? No. Good luck to you. So, I've gone for the Tramin Sovni. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're going to learn more about wines later. <laughs> it's from 2019. Oh, very that's not that's the vintage year. That's the year it was produced, not the date it goes off. If you are um, <laughs> not with your wines, it's very yellow. It is very yellow. It looks like another liquid, but let's just get started. Um, Nastravi. Nastravi, look in the eyes. Mmm. Oh, actually, quite nice, isn't it? That is lovely. So, and not enough people talk about Slovak wine. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to give us a little bit of an intro. You want an intro on Slovak wine? Mm. I'll give you that. Um, Slovak wine is produced in the southern part of Slovakia, divided into six regions. Okay. And I was in the pub the other day with my mate, and he was just saying that Slovakian wine is making an unexpected breakthrough in the very exclusive world of wine. Really? That's what he said. And we were just chatting, and he said that the, the wines are very unique, they're delicious, and they express the territory that they come from. Oh, my God. So what, what territory are you tasting in this one? Come this on. one is one of the six. <laughs> and which one do you think it is exactly? 
So, um, Jeff in the pub was saying that the wines are not known well internationally, but they are very popular in neighbouring countries. It's interesting, though, because we don't go, oh, can we have a French... We, go, we say, can we have a French wine or a, yeah. well, a, lot a of people Portuguese say, like, wine? You can't go wrong with an Italian red or something. Yeah. Well, so. why is no one having Slovak wine? Because this is bloody delicious. It is actually very, very tasty. I'm um, excited to try 72 more. I know. So, my, well, last time, in the last episode, I did a calculation that even if we have a sip, Google says that a sip is 15 millilitres. It's the average one. Mm-hmm. And if I have 72 wines, that mean, that's a, just a sip. That's over a litre of wine. Which is ridiculous. That's a lot for me. It is. Now, you also, I imagine, because it's wine tasting, you'll get a spittoon. Or split, a spittoon? Spittoon? Spittoon. 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 Are you going to spit? Absolutely not. No. Are you joking? It's not as fun. When, when, right. When you can you... be responsible. Yes. I've got to say that, but it's not as fun. I've got to say, when you see people spitting out the wine, I'm just like, no. you are next level posh. Chelsea chants, swallow it. Like, stamps and bangs <laughs> on the table. It's like, swallow it, swallow it, swallow That's what we do. Well, I've got some good news if you are concerned about how much wine you're going to be drinking. Yes. Because I did some extra digging on the session because it all sounded a bit too good to be true, if I'm honest. Okay. And during the 100 minutes, you will be served bread along with your wine. Oh, brilliant. So it'll soak it up a little bit. Bread and wine, like yeah. Jesus. <laughs> this is going to be a religious activity. Excellent. Some would say. Um, yeah, but I have got some more details. Basically, you go down into the cellar of the National Slovak Collection of Wines and there's six rooms. Oh my God, do you think they represent the six territories? Yes. Oh my God, might, they maybe. might do. They might do. Might just be chance. Maybe. And they're all placed out, they're chilled to the right temperature and they're just left for you to pour your own. Free pour. Yeah, and the rule is uh, you can taste whichever of the wines you fancy. The only limit is the 100-minute time limit. Now, I thought this sounds like carnage slash too good to be true. Gave them a little email, didn't I? Because I was like, what's the catch? Is it that they're going to be thimbles? Is it that you're going to be on a guided tour and they're going to be like watching over you to make sure you're not swigging the whole bottle? But the lovely Michaela, she emailed me back. It's all legit. She said that there will be people dotted around that will tell you about the wines. But they won't be with you. You're just left free to do your own thing. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's I cannot get over how cheap it is. €25. Euros. I think that's fantastic. What is stopping... Now, this is me jumping to being a British person. Yeah. What is stopping people going there and for an hour and a bit just having loads of wine and getting sloshed? Well, I guess just general responsibility as a human being. They might have excellent security guards. Brilliant, yeah. That are going to turf you out. But also, if you do think about it, we went to a wine place and we had some Slovakian wine at a wine bar. we did. And it was super cheap. So I think for a small glass of wine, we paid about €2.70. Okay. So even if you times that by two, so say €5 a glass... That's like having five big glasses of Slovakian wine. So actually, in terms of the price you're getting... And most people won't get through 72. Correct. So I think, like, on a... I understand the pricing. I think it's just a fantastic value for the fact that you get to try so many in such a short space of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we should we should go, shouldn't we? Yeah. We should go and start chanting swallow 
do all the wives, whatever. Yeah, I'll let you do that on your own. Yeah, okay, fine. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the good news is it's a six-minute walk from our Airbnb. It's right in the middle of the old town. So it won't take us long. So let's finish up our wines here. Before we go, yeah. after this, we have to leave Bratislava and <laughs> get on a train. To go to Budapest. So oh, spoiler! To, next we have, place. To, we have to be responsible and get on another train. It's not going to be as good as the last train I went on, I don't think. Well, no, it's only two hours. No, it's only two hours. Um, but we do have to be in a... Uh, I don't think we're going to be in the best state to get on a train. Do you not think? No. Well, let's see. Let's see how we do. I think between the two of us... I mean, do you want to try all 72? Yes. I want to try as many oh as I can. Oh, God. I'll try as many as I can. This is going to be carnage. It, I mean, at least, uh, as a, I want to try at least 36. Okay. Well, but we I'm, could split it up. No, I'm aiming for as many as I can. Okay. I just don't know how many I can get through. Right. Well, this is what we're soon going to discover. Um, but, Nasdravi. Nasdravi. We will speak to you in the cellar. Hey, James. What? Do you like secret clubs? I do. Well, we have a secret club to tell everyone about, which is called our Patreon. So if you want to get the podcast advert free, you also get bonus photos, videos. Some people even get a Tipsy Tourism water bottle. What the hell? Then all you got to do is go to tipsytourism.com, click on the red Patreon button, and just check it out. If you've got the means... It is a way that you can support what we do on here and get something nice in return. Check it out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Okay. <gasps> We're in the wine cave. It's actually a cave. Oh, isn't it so nice and cool down here? It's, it's lovely. So yeah. we're in some arches of a cellar. Yeah. A wine and cellar. We're in a wine cellar and apologies, they are doing some construction work upstairs. So if you can hear a bit of that, it's just all adding to the ambience. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Um, and already straight away I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten wines. Ten wines in room one. Has the clock started yet? That's oh. the most important thing of this challenge. Okay, let me set a timer. That's a, that's a calculator. <laughs> I haven't had any wine yet. Okay, stop watch. Start. watch. Start. Start. No, right. And we've worked out that we need to have a wine basically every one minute and 23 seconds. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start with this Slovakian Hubert Club. Ready? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Blowy. We are in the first so room, which is straight got, in with a fizz. Yeah, it's got so. a few sparkling and fizzy wines here. That'll do. Don't, not too much, James. Not too much. Is that enough to taste, though? Ooh. Now, I tell you the first thing I, I've made a mistake on is I'm not good with fizz. <laughs> and what have I gone in with straight away? A fizzy wine. A fizzy wine. I can't put the lid back on. Oh my god. <coughs> this is gonna really I'll have to drink the whole slow bottle. us down. There we go, fine. Okay, Nastravi. Nastravi. We can't do this every single one. Ooh, delicious. That's so nice. That's very fizzy. Oh, thank you very much, Hubert Club. Uh, by the way, did you Guess see? Guess what, look. Sorry, before you just go on, it's five euros oh, as well. That's why I like it, because I do not have a classy palette at all. Um, have you seen what's been bought for us? A little spittoo jug. Yeah. And there are places dotted around if you're going to spit it out. And shall we just, like, hammer home that this isn't a challenge. It's not it. This is a chance for you to enjoy a lot of different wines in a hundred minutes. Is it a challenge? No, it's no. not. It's not, is it? But speaking of not a challenge, but we need to move it? on to our next, next one. one. Okay. Oh, no, this is a bit fizzy as well. That was probably more than 83 seconds. It's all right. We're just starting out. We've got to intro it. Nostrovi. Nostrovi. Mm. Ooh. Now, just quickly before we go any further, at uni, there was this competition. No, it wasn't a competition. It was a challenge. And it was called the Centurion Challenge. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. So the Centurion Challenge is that you have to have a shot of beer every 100 seconds. <laughs> and it's, it sounds really easy, but I could never complete it. And this echoes very much the Centurion challenge, except with wine. But good job, it's not a challenge we're doing. Good job, no, it's, it's not just a, challenge. a cultural wine tasting. Because we're, we're responsible. <clears throat> okay, next. Anyway, I think that, that Centurion stuff is dangerous. I think it really is, and it's definitely not responsible drinking. Do you know what? That one was very nice. That one? Eight euros, mate. Okay, tiny bit for you, tiny bit for me. I think I'm pouring less than 15. No, you're not. You're joking. Because like, you have a cowpole. <laughs> that's a five milliliter spoon. Oh my so God, that, you're right. That is, that's more than three cowpoles. Okay. That's one. Oh. That's about, I mean, at this rate, I reckon that's about 45 milliliters. You're joking. That, that, this means that we're currently on for three liters of wine. Oh no, okay, we need to drink less. Um, what I think we should do, because we do still need to be finding out interesting things, yeah. I think once we've completed our room, 
that's when we okay. have an interesting thing. So there's six rooms. Yes, brilliant. Okay, next one. We're not going to make you listen to every single one. No, by we're the not going to. Yeah. Woohoo! <gasps> I keep That's forgetting. So give me some more. Give me. Give me some. Let's pop that in there. I just keep going to pour proper. Yeah. <laughs> I need to film a bit. Oh, well. that is a lovely drop. Do you like that? That is the best one so far. Oh, of course, it's the most expensive. Oh, twelve euros twenty. Twelve euros, big spender. Oh, only a little bit left in this one. Great. Let's good. See it off. Just a little splash. See it off. See it off. James, you've just poured so much. No, 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 no. Mm, got to level it out. <laughs> now strawberry. Wait, go. <sighs> oh, yeah, this is the kind of thing that gets me boozed. Well, don't worry, we're going to take a little break. We've got some bread and we've got some water. No. Okay. My favourite so far is the Ludwig Veltlinsinki Zellini. <laughs> The last one from this room is, they're not allowed to say it, but it's basically the Slovakian Champagne. Can't say it because obviously it's not from the region of Champagne. It's very gassy, very blowy like Champagne. It's quite hard to do a small tasting of Champagne. Mm. It smells like fizz. Mm. Tastes like fizz. So? We have come to the end of room one, which means checking on the time. <gasps> Eight minutes and 34 Eight seconds. We're on track. We are on track, but that means we have time to sit down, yeah. have some bread, have some water, because we're being responsible. Eating's cheating. Not in this, can I? Not in this scenario. No, you can't speak already. That's a great... <laughs> it's looking good, guys. Oh, God. Um, but it's a fantastic chance for us to talk through our first interesting thing. Yeah. I've got a bit of history for you. You know, Vino I, history. You know, I like to set it up, and I think this is going to give everyone a lot of context. So basically, Slovak wine actually can be dated back to the 7th century BC, when the Celtic settlers probably taught viniculture, viniculture, by the Romans, first planted grapes on the hilly land northeast of Bratislava. So we're talking a very, very So long the time. Romans planted the grapes. Well, the Celts did. The Celts. The Celts, but they've been taught by the Romans. Yeah. So let's just say, you may not think of Bratislava or Slovakia when you're thinking wine, but it's been going on for the longest time. Bloody ages. Yeah, but do you want to know why you might not be thinking it? Why? Well, remember World War II? I don't. Well, not personally, but yeah. you know, there I've was a thing yeah, called thing. World War II. And after that, what happened in this country and all the countries around it? Communism. Communism happened. Ugh. and. Basically, it ruined 2,700 years of winemaking tradition here. Because Christ. they went, do you know what? We see what you're doing, but now we want to make cheap commodity wine. Cheap, shitty wine. Yeah, and it was little more than a bit of alcohol, sugar, and water. Bullshit. Facing that. And yeah, it totally ruined the whole winemaking process here in this country and it wasn't until 1989 when communism fell yes so did the velvet, the, Re the velvet revolution well done after the velvet revolution I said it wrong but yeah <laughs> that is when they stopped that whole process basically with the fall of communism so came the fall of crap wine and from that time on they've been getting back into their winemaking traditions and that is why Slovak wine is on the up and up and hopefully you know it might be something that you see more and more in the years ahead yes good well i'm enjoying it so far 
That's interesting. Yes! Sometimes you don't like my history stuff. No, I don't like history stuff, but... But... Communists being shit with wine and more shit things, shit yeah. building, shit wine. It's good context for what we're doing here. Yeah. Oh. It's why we haven't heard of it. That's interesting. Yes. Thank you. Right, finish your water. I haven't had any water, mate. You need to have some water. Right. And let's move on to the next room. Room two. Room two. Oh my god. We thought there was a lot of wines in room one. Room two, there's hang on, hang on. Twenty-three. I got twenty-three bottles of wine. We can still both count. Fantastic. Um because I don't want to put people through that, that's gonna be very boring to listen to. Uh why don't James, mm. I've got a challenge for you. Not, 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 not a wine, wine ch challenge. Well, Neck as many. Not a drinking no. challenge. It's a for the wines that we taste. Yeah. I want you to give me a one-word review. Fine. Because you're you are good at you know your wines, right? I know my wines. Okay. I know my red from my white <laughs> and my rose from my red. So bring it on. All right. This is speed tasting now. This is the difference. You don't get this on Sunday brunch, do you? This looks like a red wine. It's not, it's, it not, it's not. They're all white. They're all white. <laughs> you just said you know, know. your reds from but your look white. At, look at that bottle. It's really dark. <laughs> That's why. Anyway, stop messing about. Oh, I've constricted the top so you don't overpull. Oh, good. Because why have you just pulled me about three loads <laughs> worth? Right. Ready? Cheers. In one. I'll smell it first. <sighs> Grapey. <sighs> Flat. <laughs> Next. Juice. Just juice. Next Not one. juicy. Flowery. Mm. Mm. It's quite floral. Fizzy. Oaky. Do you only know how to describe things with a Y on the end? Yeah. <laughs> Vanillary. Oh my Jesus. Okay. Last one to redeem yourself. Please, please. Give us a proper good word. Brackeny. Oh Jesus. Right. Should we just keep to uh, tasting and not talking? Yeah, let's do that. Oh my god. So we just finished <laughs> the 23 um, wines, and what happens when you are drinking lots? You need a little wee. And sometimes when you go for a wee, um, you need to. Um... I've, just, I've just sent Chelsea a text, basically. <laughs> my text said. <laughs> That was loud. I have had quite an upset stomach, so I just <laughs> had to let out a little bit of gas. I did not realise I that heard it would, too much information. It would reverberate around the entire wine cellar. So top tip, if you come here for wine tasting, do not fart in the loo. You are not safe. Very you are echo not safe. Very echoey. <laughs> I got your text and I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Also, what's really bad is we are the only people here. Yeah. So... The two people work here absolutely heard it, and there is no way that they think that's anyone else. <laughs> hey, did you realise something? What? We counted 23 wines. Yeah. That's just one wall. Look over here. One, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's another 11 in here. Okay. Well, before but, we go back to them. Yeah, can we have a break? Yeah. We're on 39 minutes, by the way. We're making great time. Yeah, I want to tell you about the Slovak wines that are used by the rich and famous. Used by them? Yeah, drank by them even. 
They use them and they drink them. Um, it was uh, one of the wines, a Slovak wine, was on the Titanic. No way. Yes, it was, which what? is a boat which has sank, unfortunately. Has um, it? Yeah, it has. Uh, it's called the Chateau Palujai, and it was on the first class restaurant on oh. the Titanic. So it was very fancy. Very lovely. And another wine, uh, the Clevignard Pinot Blanc. <laughs> Was on uh, Queen was at Queen Elizabeth's wedding. She had some Slovak wine at her wedding. That's good. See, that's, this is what is mad to me. But this is all pre-communism, yeah. isn't it? So it just goes to show how well regarded it was. But they're, but they're still sending wine to the Queen now. No they're way. They're still sending it, pumping it she her way. She loves the Slovak wine. Yeah. She loves it. That's quite interesting. That it's actually regarded as actually a, a lovely, high first class. Wine. It was, and it still is. Yes. Okay, you can have that. That's Good. interesting. Though what I will do, uh -huh. if you don't mind, yeah, I'm going to ask this lovely Somalia if he can pronounce all those words you just butchered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can yeah, I ask? <laughs> yeah. I heard. Okay, so the chateau. What, how do you say that one? Palugiai. Palugiai. We just. It's just Palugiai. Okay. Oh yeah. Just you can see still that building is, I don't know if you have uh, like road around to the main station. That building that's on the label of this brand, it's still standing there. Now in the cellar of that building, there are still these tubes that were used for transporting the <gasps> wine to the main station. It's around 500 meters and the ants are still there in their cellar. Do so they still use that? No, of course not, because thanks to the rebuilding and everything, and digging, mm. they are already like destroyed under the roads. But okay. Okay. in that cellar, they are still there, the but, end of these tubes. But there once was a time when they had yeah, like a wine pipeline. And they were ending on the main station, when, so they don't need to transport the wine from that building. They just pump it directly to the tanks loaded already in on the train. That's amazing. Oh my God, I think that's an interesting thing, by the way. Thank you. Didn't even mean for that to happen, but we just snuck in another interesting fact. Got a double ding. Yeah, because I think the fact that there was once a, a wine pipeline that yes. transported it from where it's made to the station is Incredible. I so, actually, just, I'm just gutted it's not still a thing. So they built it under the main road and transported the wine from their cellars directly to the railway. You could, like, get to the railway, find the cask and just open your mouth. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I bet there's some security. <laughs> but that's cool, isn't it? They did, really cool. We were one of the first in Europe, or if not the first, and inspired other people to transport wine by pipeline. I yes. wonder if anywhere still does it. I would like to visit that. I just say, by the way, I am learning a lot more than I thought I would do about Slovakian wine. <laughs> Why did you expect that you wouldn't? Because I didn't know anything about it. Never even heard of it. <laughs> and here we are, room three, and we've had our sommelier, Peter, do you call him? I'm not sure what his name is. He's a sommelier. He's been very helpful with his advice. Smells lovely. He's not a smelly sommelier. <laughs> He's been absolutely wonderful at giving out extra interesting facts. Yeah, and um, correcting our pronunciation. Yeah. Well, this is hilarious, given the fact that your drink of choice this week was Slovakian wine. Yes. So I would have thought you would have had that knowledge already, you know, from doing all that research. No, well, I've got some, but um, to be honest, my interesting facts were not purely about 
Slovakian wine. It was also about just Bratislava in general. Okay, so the next interesting thing we're going to get is... It's a, not about... Um, it's not about wine. It's not about wine. It's about, do you want one now? Yeah, go on. So Give me my bread. I've got one about Bratislava. And things that you love are travel and flights. Yes, I do. I've got one about the two cities that held the world record for the shortest international flight. Oh, Brat- I mean, I can work it out. Bratislava and... Vienna. Vienna it was. It was a Vienna-based airline and it ran the shortest international air service in the world. It was just 30 miles and it was a trip from the Australian capital to Bratislava. And it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no Discontinued the flight. Well, I can kind of understand because it's a really popular thing to do, actually. If you come to Bratislava, you can easily do a day trip to Vienna or vice versa. I believe there's coaches, there's trains, but you can even do it by the Danube. You can jump on a 19-minute boat and do both cities in a day, which is really cool. Yeah, and the airline that ran it, by the way, Mm. was called Fly Nikki. Fly Nikki? Fly Nikki, and it was run by Nikki Lauder. Oh, my favourite person. I don't know who that person is. He was a Formula 1 driver. Oh, have you heard of that name before? Yeah, Nikki Lauder. Um, I'm I'm probably (laughs) pronouncing it slightly wrong, but I've heard of him, and he had a few... uh, goes at different flight routes and stuff but yeah sadly not a route that is here anymore which is actually fine because there's train travel around here and that's probably more efficient it's more efficient and better for the environment but shortest route that's interesting right that is very interesting i will give you that speaking of bratislava yeah right here i've got a wine from bratislava well that is in one of the six regions that's the southwest region Let's try it. Come on. How many is in this room? I think there's 16. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay, but this room is white wines and rosés. What I will say is it will start to slow down from here on in because the next rooms are like the reds and they don't have as many reds. Right, okay. So we can we can take it easy. We're still doing more for time. We're on about 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. We're in a see that? room three. I nearly dropped it because it's a full bowl. Oh my God, please don't nearly drop it. How are you feeling? Oh, just straight in. That's lovely. <laughs> We've made our way to the rosés. Oh, that one's cherry-y. Mm, it's super cherry-y. Oh my gosh. Mm, just dribbling. Yeah. You can't dribble. No. Dribbling's bad for you. No, it's nice. Okay, so we're having a cabin... Cabernet Sauvignon Rosé. This one looks like vinegar. How are you enjoying your, your experience so far, James? Honestly, this is such a good idea. It's so great because we often won't do a wine tasting because they uh, they're normally very expensive. That is lovely. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me have a little. Oh, that is nice. Lovely. Lovely, light. All right, let's take a photo. Sauvignon, sing Sauvignon. So I will take photos of our favourite ones and we'll post them on Instagram for people. Yeah. Yeah? That's a fucking brilliant idea. So if you decide that you fancy trying some Slovak wines, you can. This one is a Cabrion Sauvignon Rosé Prestige Fresh. I feel like they just use all the words. That's a lot. I know. I'm sorry. I'm doing a James pour. There you go. Jubbly. Cheers. Cheers. Same sounds now. 
Ooh, these are getting very tasty. A little bit more. What time is our train? Uh, it's in a couple of hours. <laughs> I've got to say that James's pouring is getting worse <laughs> and worse. <laughs> do you know what on. this one is? This one's a late harvest, which means they do the harvesting um, a bit later on in the year. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. Ooh, Ooh. red. So we're at the end of room three and we have just stumbled upon our first red, which I think is a sign of what is about to come from room four. Rouge, but that's not full red, no. is it? it's like in between, isn't it? Like ruby, oh, that smells delicious. Are you ready for room four? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so, Whilst it sounds like we've got three rooms left. Yeah, eight wines we left. We only have eight wines. Oh no, nine, ten. Ten. Oh yeah, the oh, little cheeky ones at the end. Little there. cheeky ones at the end. So we've got ten left. So let me just check the time. How are we doing? Are we less than 70 minutes? That's, yes. That's brilliant. That's 70, no, 69. Ooh. <laughs> so we have, <laughs> you're right, Hannah. There, we yeah. have. That's my favorite number. <laughs> We have because I won on the bingo on that once. Ah, oh, of course. So we have zipped and zapped through these, but you don't need to. It just goes to show that you can absolutely do it in the time. Just don't settle for too long. Nope. At certain wine. Just zhuzh round and have have good measured pause. No. Like, like this. That was good. <gasps> you gave me uh, too much. No, I didn't. This is a 2017 Simac Zamonk. Um, <laughs> it's from the Dumnik region, and uh, the producer says that from 2017, it's dry and trockum, is what he said. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure that trockum is just the Slovak word for dry. <laughs> yeah, but he likes to double up on the meaning. Okay. Mm. Ooh, we are very much in the red wine territory now. Uh, what do they say about mixing red and white? Bad idea? They say, I oh know the 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 wine I'm thinking of is beer. Then wine you'll be fine. Okay. Wine then beer you'll have diarrhea. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so long those coming up. Like next one, this is Frank's wine. <laughs> oh, James, you're pouring it everywhere. So this is um, also a dry red from the year 2018. I was alive when this was made. No shit. Yeah, it's brilliant. This one is a screw top, which means you have to twist it to get the lid off. It's not red, actually. Yeah, it's red. <laughs> it's in a, a, a bottle that looks like it could be a white wine bottle. Though. You haven't worked at how these rooms no. work, have you? Right, final, final, final room. room. We've got one, interest, one more interesting thing we need to find out. Yes. Oh, I've got something. Good. Right, it's got nothing to do with wine though. Fine. It's got, actually, it's got something to do with Christmas and at Christmas you drink wine. Topical. So I'm thinking it all kind of works, don't you? Go on. So for many Slovakian families, Christmas time yeah. starts in the bathtub. Is it? In that the food that they eat they... On Christmas Eve, yeah. which is like their Christmas, they really go for it on Christmas Eve. They put their cook in the bath. Is a carp. What's that? A fish. Yeah. <laughs> and to keep it fresh, they buy it a few days out and they fill up their bath 
and they stick the carp in <laughs> so it can like swim about. Oh, it's still alive. They keep it alive in their bathtubs yeah. until it's time to eat. Oh, Don't so you they, think they have a super wild? fresh fish? Yeah, you know, like when you go to those posh fish restaurants. And they have a lobster in the, yeah. in the, in the go, foyer. I love that one. That's what the Slovaks do for Christmas. And some, I mean, this is going to make it really, you're going to be like, why have you told me this? Some believe it's because the fish are bottom feeders. <laughs> Like so they, they like it up, like what? <laughs> just, they thought that by giving them a few days swimming around in a bath yeah. would mean it would like flush out their digestion systems a bit so that when you're eating it, you're going to eat the, the freshest and best mm, fish the, ever. The purest fish. Yeah, but apparently an expert's come out and said that would, it would take longer. Okay. <laughs> but I think it helped make people feel a bit better. But the funniest thing I found was that Loads of people were reminiscing about growing up and this happening and loads and loads of people talk about how they felt sorry for the fish so would like help it escape or like take it to the nearest river. But they'd nick the fish, <laughs> they'd nick their lunch. Yeah, because they'd be like, that poor carp is... Like people wouldn't shower for days because they couldn't access the bathroom because that's where the carp was. Oh God. <laughs> so they have, they have fish for Christmas. Yeah, a lot of places, no, so, because a lot of places celebrate Christmas from Christmas Eve. And I, it is like, um, it's not just a Slovak thing. Um, I've definitely heard that people on Christmas Eve only eat fish. It might be a Catholic thing. I know Slovakia is a, the, the largest religion here is Roman Catholic. Okay. So I think it's probably a Catholic thing and they would go on to eat the meat on Christmas Day. Right. But for Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, they have a carp a in the bath. Carp in the yeah, they don't eat in the bathroom. <laughs> they take that is that's car. I like that. Imagine if we had like a turkey live and we kept it in the garden oh just have it super fresh. Anyway, yeah. um, that's interesting. Yeah. You can have that. Yay! We I have mean, a full set of five things. I'm sorry and that they're not all wine facts, no, but you got to mix things up in life. You that's do. what people say. You got to try different things. <laughs> So we are currently trying wines. <laughs> we are on 72, 72, 69, 67, 67. Wine 67. Wine 67, bit of pouring. Do it, do Splish it. Splish splosh. How are you feeling, James? Absolutely loving life like a carp in a bath. I don't think they are. Ooh, look at this. This what? this bottle has a long shaft. Yeah. It doesn't have a very long shaft, you're right. It's beautiful. Beautiful shaft. In fact, no, no, it's, do you know what? Look at the size of it compared to the others. It's not that it's longer. It it's is longer. It's smoother. It's longer and smoother. Yeah, which is a perfect combination. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers all. <laughs> Final one. It's the final wine. Final one. Oh my god, you poured a lot. I suppose it's the last one. Big delicious wine. Okay, a big Nazdravi. Nazdravi. To the final wine. 72 of wines of enjoyment. Done. And that is a 72nd wine. Oh my god, James. Yep. We did it. We did it. Against all odds. We, 
We swallowed every single time. We did, every single one. I just, I really doubted us at moments, but I feel like... I didn't. We've, we've pulled it through against we've all the odds. Gobbled through and had every single one of them. Well done, us. Do you know, do you know Olympians? I, 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 don't, like, know, I don't know any. Well, now you do, because you know me and I know you. Okay. We are, we've completed the Olympics of Slovak wine drinking. 72. Bloody wines. Now, it must be a litre at least. Well, yours are. Your pores were outrageous. Um, but the important thing is, we're feeling fine. Oh, like, genuinely, I know we're like having a bit of a lot Sublime. James um, <laughs> is a little bit tipsy. Um, I no, feel. I feel great. I feel really good. You, it's very, very doable to try all 72 without getting drunk. Yeah. The bread, the water helps, but yeah, you do not need to overdo it to be able to taste all the wines on offer. So that's I've, good news. I've had no bread. <laughs> Shut up. I've had no bread. James, that's why you're like this <laughs> and why I'm fine. I've had no bread. Oh I had a bit of the God. water, I didn't like the taste of it. I, uh, it, uh, it tasted different to normal water. I think they put something in it to stop you having it. Okay. Well, I've had lots of water and I'm fine. So um, we need to wrap up because I don't want to alarm you. Yeah. Our train's in an hour and a half <laughs> and we need to finish packing. Well, good news. <laughs> We're getting the train. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. What? How are you going to drive the train? I'm not driving the train. No, thank God. There is a, a different train driver. He or she will be driving the train yeah. off to Budapest. And I've got bad news for you. What? I have not paid for first class. We're in second class. No, do not keep drinking. Put I the lid back on. Put no, the lid why back are we on. not in first class? Okay, we're out of breath because one, we ran, and two, there's like three sets of steps up to our Airbnb. Yeah. But James, our train to Budapest leaves you hear that? in 45 minutes. Yeah. We need to finish packing. This place is a mess. Got a so pants in a bag. I'm, I'm just going to say, we can't do the outro right now. This no. is real life. We're going to let, oh, should we take it? Should we try and do it on the train? We'll see if the train <laughs> is suitable. We'll see. Traditionally... We <laughs> Trains aren't terrible. Uh, aren't the best studios. No. Um, so we'll give you a little hello from the train at the very least. But if not, we'll tell you what we made of the whole thing when we get to our next destination. But for now, we'll need to get a bloody move on. Bye. So the good news is we made the train. We did. The bad news is James had 72 wines and therefore fell asleep straight away. Uh, yeah, I had too many sips of each wine, and then I got on the train, and <laughs> Chelsea went to take some videos of the carriages and stuff, and I was just out. I fell asleep. Yeah, I came back, and I was like, he's a goner. I was gone. I was like, so much for having a really fun little bit on the train that everyone gets to listen to. No, didn't happen. Uh, so we're actually coming to you from Budapest right now. Yes, more on that train, by the way, in the next. Yeah, let's properly debrief about that journey next time. But for now, another another set of good news. Look what we got. We we've did got some uh, Hungar no, no. Oh god. We've got some Slovenian wine in Hungary. No. no Slovakian wine. Oh my, oh my god, god, you idiot. <laughs> we've literally been out of the country for about 
three hours and you've already forgotten which one it is. I'm so bad. Yeah. Um, so we bought some. That's the other lovely thing about the wine tasting is every single one on offer you can buy. And it's got the price underneath each and every one. Yeah. Picked out our favourite and I have it in my hand. Well, tell, I was going to say, you haven't oh, got the, the bottle. bottle. Pete, you can't say it's your favourite one and then leave everyone hanging. Yeah, I'm on. He's popped it in the uh, the fridge we've got in the room already. One second. It's, um, hang on, speak on mic, be professional. It's a Ludwig Veltlinski Zeleny. It's a Vino Ludwig. It's from 2020. <laughs> it's 0.75 litres, oh like every God. bottle of wine. Please do not list everything. All I'm going to say is we will upload a photo on uh, Instagram, on Tipsy Tourism. So if you're not following us there, come and find us and actually that's a much better way than James spelling out a word that he cannot say the ingredients on it I can't make oh out because it's stop. all in Slovak and the only word I can see which might not even be in English is melon <laughs> okay it's got it's got notes of melon okay let's have a little cheers nastravi nastravi eyes and I'll I'll take your one word review please of the wine yumbo well, I was really expecting you to say Melanie, so actually, oh, I'm quite impressed that you didn't go down that line. Um, did you have fun? Do you know what? Trying 72 different kinds of wine, um, uh, the end, like as it goes on and on, it gets more and more fun. Really? That's, yeah. Oh. How did you measure that? I honestly had a lovely time. I think you were a little overzealous of the pause. At the beginning, yeah, and then I got the knack of it. But, no, when you say you got the knack of it, you mean you let me pour for you? Yeah, a bit of both that. But um, it was a lot of fun. Did you have a nice time? What I did you had think? a lovely time. And it was good because you got to try lots of different types of wine, which, as someone who doesn't know a lot about wine, was really up my street. Mm. Because I started to kind of work out which ones were ticking my boxes yeah. a bit more. Because I am a bit of a wine person where I like a wine, but I know nothing about it. I'm the same. I'm like red, white, rosé. Sometimes orange. There's an orange or green. wine. Green wine. There's a green Portuguese wine too. Or purple. What? Oh no, that's Vimto. <laughs> anyway, there's lots of different colours of wines. Uh, I learnt... Uh, did I learn a lot? I learnt what I like. Uh, what was your favourite part? Favourite part is that they just let you go on and just try anything. There's no watching over you. There's no, are you having two sips of that wine? Are you pouring a whole glass of that wine? You can basically do what you want. Yeah, they were very, very accepting. And we actually got talking to Michaela and Peter, who run run the show down there. And we said, right, is there? do you ever have any issues? And guess, who the, guess what nationality they said they had most issues with? Yeah. It was the Brits, the English. He did specify the English, oh, so don't put that on the Welsh, the Scots, oh, no. and the Northern Irish, please. So, please. It was the English, but the Englishman in there today, me, was responsible. You were pretty good, actually. And I did ask. I said, "What happens if someone drinks a bit too much?" And they were like, "Ah, we just get. We ask them to leave." You wouldn't mess with Peter. Oh my God, you would not, would you? Peter would just get you in a headlock, and you'd be up <laughs> them stairs. You'd be out of there. Yeah, Peter is hench. He is built. Yeah, so he's the one that's normally on the evening mm. shift, Michaela was saying. So she's like, we we don't tend to have a lot of issues because Peter, it'll sort you out. And Peter knows his stuff. He knows so much. Sommelier. Yeah, so he's the sommelier there, uh, full of information. Sommelier. Super, super helpful. 
Um, and I think, yeah, do you know what? That was my favourite part too. They let you get on, but if you want more info, it's there for you. Correct. That's it. What do you think needs improvement? Well, there's one clear thing that needs improving. <laughs> I hadn't one even very... thought of that, but you're absolutely right. The soundproofing. The soundproofing of the toilet needs looking at yeah. ASAP. And we were the only four people in there today. Um, and if there's more, imagine how much you'd hear. What? No, but that might mask it. If there's more people talking... If, it, if there's eight people, I'd hear twice as much. What? Going to the loo all at once? Windy. No, just like... Uh, in terms of like, only four people used the bathroom today, and I heard one trump. <laughs> if there's eight people in there, oh, I see, I see, I that's, see. That's potentially statistically two trumps, <laughs> and I don't want to hear that while I'm tasting my Chardonnay. It's a really good point. Yeah, I'm sure they'll listen to this and go right, add some uh, foam pads to the shopping list. Yeah, let's get that women's lose sorted out. Now, wouldn't it be awful? If that was uh, recorded. Well, um, it wasn't because we'd stopped recording that point, well, thank God. On the main recorder, we did stop recording. But if you remember, on our wireless mics, they're always recording <gasps> as that, that backup, aren't they? Oh. Just in case something goes wrong. And I've gone through no. the whole backup. No, James. And guess what I have no, got? Do you want to see it? No, you cannot play this. Why not? Because this will ru- ruin me. It just shows that I've been told several times that women don't have bottoms and they don't make that <laughs> no, noise. No, no, please. I have the I've clipped it here. No. Ready no, for no, no, the no, moment no. now I can play it. You ready? No. Do you want to see no. what it sounds like? No, I really don't. Really no, no one needs to hear this. In three, two James <laughs> There we go. That was not it. That was not it. But um it would have been more echoey. This is it. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, I haven't had time yet. Our mics have recorded it, and it will exist. I, I just... know. I, I now realise that it will exist somewhere on a tiny SD micro card somewhere, but I swear to God, that has never been played out. I'm going to find it. No. I am going to find it. No. And I'm going to keep it for a moment. <laughs> no. It could be next week. It could be just no. a future play out no, but it's is... on it's i can see the mic there no. it's on that microphone um and that has got a dirty little piece of audio <laughs> on it and no i'm gonna wipe it will it sit there I'll, I'll back it up before you get that have you backed it up already not yet okay I've... so i've got time you haven't got time because i'm gonna get it but it will be it will be uh saved somewhere and i'll get that i am not ready for you to have this piece of blackmail on me well Brown this mail. is unfair. <laughs> this is very unfair. But I mean, it's good that we have these backup pieces of audio for such occasions like this. Anyway, what were we supposed to be talking about, rather than? <laughs> um, no, I think I just need a bit of a moment. Fart-based products. Okay, right. So, moving on. Moving on. Very swiftly on. Was it worth it? Uh, by the way, what do you think needs improving? Oh, that one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. That needs improving. Um, yes, it does. Uh, what was was it worth it? Uh, yes, it was. How much was it again? Remind me. I I do remember, but I want you to say it. Twenty five euros. Correct. That's what it was. Yeah, twenty five euros for seventy two wines. Which, if I just do some quick maths in my head now, that works out at. <laughs> That's wrong, isn't it? Yes. Oh shit! If I do some quick maths in my head now. 
34.7 cents a drink of wine. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? If you have all 72. And I think I did point this out in the intro that given the the cheap price of some wines, you could certainly drink similar levels for 25 euros. Perhaps you could spend even less. But I was really impressed with the range of wine that was out. There were some bottles that were worth 5 euros, but then there were like 15 euro bottles out as well. Yeah, and they had some that, I don't know what they're used for, but they had some in the fancy cases as well, the like luxury wines for poshos. Yeah, we weren't allowed those they do a very they do a completely different wine tasting if you want to go and just have the premium wines Mm. you have to like pay for that separately don't know how much it is but probably more likely 25 euros but you just have the premium wines premium wines like we're still having wines up to like 18 euros i I saw about 15 16 euros so that's still pretty good value i think that's brilliant value also you could just go and drink don't go just, just the expensive wines and just drink glass after glass and go You've run out of this bottle. Can you open a new one, please? Well, Peter will sort. Peter's going to lead you yeah. out if you do that. You've got to take it seriously. Yeah, you do. Um, but I think that's what I really liked about it was you could go and taste it all, and you're not going to get absolutely steamo. No, not if you're doing teeny tiny sips. Yeah. Uh, marks out of ten, please. Uh, what was my f- marks out of ten? I'm going to go. I'm going to say eight point three. Whoa. Yeah, a big. It's a big one. It's a big E. I'm going to say. That's what I said when you went to the bath. Hey, go on. <laughs> 8.9. Oh, 8.9. It's a near perfect tourist attraction. Well, that's at 8.6 average. Amazing. But do you not think it's well priced? Yeah. It's a good amount of time, but it's not too long. Yeah. There's some history. Beautiful building. Beautiful building. It's very give or take when it comes to how much you're learning versus how much you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. You can do it in big groups. You can do it on your own. You can do it in a couple. I honestly think it's one of the best tourist attractions I've ever done. It's very, very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed Michaela. I enjoyed Peter. Peter enjoyed most of our company. Apart from when at one point he just okay. like, he just put a peg on his nose and then that's how he sp- <laughs> okay. spent the rest of the time okay. talking to us. But, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. So thanks, guys. Good attraction. We really, really enjoyed it. So if you're going to Bratislava, get yourself down to those wine caves. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tipsy Tourism. As always, you can rate and review this this episode, even if you've done once before. You can do it again for this episode. Um, I believe on Apple, if you go to the page with all the episodes on, keep scrolling down. You'll see a little star system. Top five, go on. So just say, I've listened, uh, or maybe even if you were in that part of Europe, just comment, I heard it. <laughs> um, no! And I will know, I, I'll know what you mean. But five stars would be lovely. It does make a big difference about where it appears. Uh, and that's it for this episode. It is. And normally at this point we tease where we're going to be in the next episode. But we've already Bud- bloody told you. Budapest. Yeah, we're in Budapest now. But what are we going to do? We don't know yet. Yeah, so... Make sure you're listening. We're going to give you loads of ideas about things that you could if you come here uh, and then try one out for you. That's it. Yeah, right. Speak to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 